Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the shows that shaped our childhood. I am Christmas Chris Bolton. With me as always this time of year, Mary Mark Williams. Hello. And yeah, it's Christmas again, listeners. It's time for another Christmas special. Um, we threatened to do this one a few times, um, yeah. but we, you know, without a theme this year. Oh, we kind of have a theme this year, as you know, those of you who listen to the other shows will know. We've kind of gone for a traditional kind of Christmas theme, just a traditional good old-fashioned family Christmas, um, as evidenced by Christmas with Cookie last week. Uh, clearly, yes. Um, <laughs> so we decided, you know, to dive back in the in the bag of tricks into Santa's sack, as it were, and pull out the Christmas raccoons. Um, now, look, I, I think we've got to put our cards on the table straight away here. The reason why we thought about doing it a lot and end up not doing it was because we because we watched raccoons, essentially, before we got around to doing the Christmas raccoons. Yeah. Neither of us could really be fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I mean, we're I've got to be honest. Like, I mean, I watched this yesterday afternoon, so I got sent home from work. Um, apologies to anybody listening who's uh, affected by my dulcet tones. I've got the lurgy. Um, I've been struggling to speak since about Friday, so this could be fun. Um, but I got sent home from work yesterday, so I thought, you know what, I've got a couple of hours to spare. I'll stick my feet up, put the heating on because I was fucking cold, and watch this. And I thought I wanted to watch it before I went back to our episode on the raccoons because I didn't want to prejudice it. I knew, obviously, it's very difficult because we do reference it quite a lot. Mm-hmm. We didn't really you know, w- like watching it again. It didn't really take... Um, I'd forgotten quite how angry you were at the Womble comparison until I listened back to it today. Um, but I Was I to really it. angry? See, I... Oh, yeah. You got... When, as, soon as, as soon as we realised that actually it's like a bargain basement Wombles, wow. you, yeah, you kind of went a little bit mad. I, I find um, it hard to believe that I lost my temper, Mark, or got wound up about anything. I, I know. I'm I was, so I was placid. Shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to watch this before um, I went back and listened to that episode, and I'm glad I did, because I don't think I could have li- I could have watched this with any sort of objectivity had I listened to that beforehand. Yeah, I deliberately didn't listen to our episode. Um, I didn't listen to it before I watched this special. And I haven't listened to it before recording uh, purposely for that reason, because because I just thought if I do that, it's going to color my opinion. And, you know, I need to give this a fair, a fair shake, really. Yeah. Um, so I didn't. So I, I came into this fresh. I did obviously have, you know, some memory of our opinion of the raccoons, because, as you say, we talk about it a lot it's kind of our low benchmark yeah um, it's not it's not the worst thing we've watched no, it's not. but it's the most disappointing so we do call back to it quite a lot so i kind of knew what to expect going into this i was however hoping against hope that i was going to be surprised you know this being the special this being the pilot essentially yeah, this for was the original wasn't the it? raccoons yeah and i do have some quite fond memories of this this is not the earliest Christmas special I can remember watching. That would probably be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. They were the first uh-huh. ones I can really remember watching. Yeah, um, no, mine was uh, He Managed Hero Christmas special. Yeah, I, I remember watching Rudolph and Frosty quite a lot, but um, th- this was definitely one of the earlier ones. I, I certainly remember, you know, early Christmas mornings, putting the TV on. Like, we'd get up on Christmas morning, I'd be opening my presents and stuff, and the TV would be on in the background. And early doors, and I could never work this out, but early doors on Christmas morning, like BBC and ITV would play cartoons. Yeah. And I'm like, what fucking kid in their right mind is watching cartoons on Christmas morning? Like, we've got coal and have nothing to play with. <laughs> even then, like, then you'd be like pissed off you wouldn't want to watch christmas cartoons where everybody's having a jolly christmas would you you'd just be like fuck this noise this fucking christmas thing is shit so (laughs) and and, you know if you did get everything you wanted then why would you be watching the fucking telly so they still do it now though don't they i mean it's you you, it's because it's family entertainment so they they can put it on and like now it's slightly different because there are like nine fucking million channels and all the rest of it but like even now bbc itv Channel Four, they'll 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 put kid stuff on in the mornings. That I think, and again with that, I think that idea that families will put it on in the background while they're doing presents and whatnot, while they're no, just while they're getting into the day, really. And I think like I'm fairly sure the last couple of years, like, certainly on BBC One, they'll start they'll have the news on from like five till seven, mm-hmm. and then it's straight into fucking family films all day until you get to like you know, fucking strictly and bollocks like that. 
um, because they you know it's it's the only way they, they they can guarantee people are going to leave it on if they've got the news on where it's all fucking doom and gloom, or they've got you no know, whatever they're going to put on or whatever fucking service they're going to put on. If they have too much of that, people are going to switch off. And obviously, from a, a broadcasting point of view, you don't want people switching off, even if it's like they my my in laws' house. BBC One is always on the TV in the kitchen unless people have gone to bed and they've turned it off. If that TV is on, it's on BBC One from the time it goes on to the time it goes off. Christmas Day is no exception. And they're just yeah. kind of relying on people having it you know, in, in that, that sort of background noise sort of state. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it was in our house. Like, the, the TV was permanently on. And we'd get up and, yeah, I'd be opening presents. But, like, even as a young kid, I was just like, why is there cartoons? Like, I don't give a fuck right now, thanks, because mm. I've got toys to play with. However, yeah. having said all of that, I do remember you know those early christmas mornings i remember two cartoons specifically being on a lot one was the christmas raccoons yeah and the other was dr seuss's how the grinch stole christmas now one of those two would go on to become a huge part of my life and a christmas tradition and something that i hold very very dear um and spoiler alert listeners fucking ain't this one um (laughs) you may realize that if you've listened to the network for any kind of period of time um but nevertheless i did have i don't know fond memories is the correct term but but i could definitely you know there's some association there between this and, and christmas morning with me so i wanted to give it a fresh shake um almost immediately I really don't want this to be another kicking. I really don't, especially because it's Christmas. Like, yeah. we should be happy. But almost immediately when this started, I was just like, oh, no, this is fucking garbage. Oh, dear. Well, <laughs> I mean, th- there are some positives to it. I think that... It ended. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you didn't have the annoying secondary characters, characters who were introduced later. This is true. Um, However, one thing I do remember being very, very annoyed about in our original raccoons recording that is definitely present here is Bert the fucking raccoon, who is the, just the biggest wanker I think there has ever been in a cartoon. Like, what an utter prick yeah, Bert absolutely. the raccoon is. Like, he's so unlikable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. And I think that, I mean, we kind of said this last time as well, is that he doesn't add anything. Nothing. And you could have quite easily, certainly in in this one, in in this, I mean, this is what twenty four minutes and change. I think it's not a long, um, it's not a long uh, uh, feature. Um, but yeah, you've got Melissa and Ralph straight away, and you could have the story with them. Yeah, their home get their home goes missing. They meet the dog, have all the shenanigans and the hijinks, and Bert is nowhere to be seen because he adds fuck all anyway. He doesn't add any character. He doesn't add any flavor. He is just there. He he's comic foil, but he's not funny. No, he's not funny. He's incredibly irritating. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. He he literally adds nothing. You're right. Actually, you could just have Melissa and Ralph. And actually, I think this story works better if you do that. If you just have yeah. Melissa and Ralph, this makes much more sense because every time Bert opens his fucking mouth or there's a bit of business with Bert, I'm just like, will you please just fuck off? Yeah. Like just go away you're annoying me um so i mean i didn't and, like that i mean even his, first, his first introduction is like he, he he saunters in and he's just no they're all putting up the tree and putting up the stockings and all that and he's like oh yeah i'm tired i'm gonna bed and just proceeds to fucking pass out on the sofa in the living room while yeah. they're doing while they're working around him what an absolute cunt nugget he, he's a complete fucking sponger isn't he like yeah. he's He's that kind of friend that that you have that like is is a bit down on their luck. So like yeah. you let them crash for a couple of nights, and, and then that turns into like four years. Yeah, and then you're like, look, will you please fuck off or at least pay for some electricity or something? Yeah. Like like this isn't a fucking DOS house, you know. He, he's just oh, what fucking asshole he is. Like I hate him. Yeah. Um, but before <laughs> we even get to him, like yeah. as soon as it started, like the I mean the theme's okay. It's not great. Yeah. The theme's okay. It's it's kind of in keeping with what would become the theme music to the raccoons later on yeah and um, it kind of fits what was um what was around then because it's what 1980 wasn't it mm-hmm. this one yeah so, I mean, it kind of fits with what you were getting on kids cartoons then so you know these sort of not quite feature length but sort of too long to be episodic sort of uh projects so it kind of, it fits i didn't it it didn't rub up against rub up against me too badly um and i think that was certain that was something that i felt all the way through was actually the music wasn't necessary to my taste it wasn't particularly special but it it didn't feel out of place. 
yes and no i i, I think it's, it's not particularly to my taste either but it is clearly um is polished and it's clearly you know particularly if it, if it is your kind of thing it's clearly very good i yeah. think and this is the cynic in me it feels a little bit like we want to fucking sell a tie-in album because there are some yeah. very short snippets of songs that yes. exist for no other reason than to go hey here's this artist on the yeah. record label it's, it's almost like you've got one. a radio playing in the background isn't that yeah so you know but whatever it, it's fine i think yeah. the, the problem with it is that it's not the raccoons theme and it's not run with us which yeah. you know for all of the faults that we had with the original the music wasn't one of them no that like, was one of the things we were so very yeah we were with. very positive about so it did kind of suck not to at least you know when it ended and i was yeah. like i really wanted this fucking thing to end believe me well oh, the it, biggest pain in the ass for me was i, I watched it on um on the, the link on youtube you sent me because i couldn't find it anywhere else and literally i had an ad break with 12 seconds of fucking footage left oh fuck that youtube premium all the way like, oh, I'm paying for shit. I'm oh no, for YouTube. I pay for enough shit already. No, no, look, look, I, I, I was like that for years. I was like, I am not paying for YouTube. YouTube's supposed to be free. I had a three month trial of YouTube Premium for free, and I have never ever looked back. Like it is worth every penny of the like yeah. twelve quid a month that you pay for yeah. it, not to have those. I, I suppose that's a different. I, I mean, I'm not. What is this, I know you spend it. You do a lot of it. But I, I, I don't sit on YouTube and just click and click and click. I don't do it. Oh, I do. I'll watch, I'll watch <laughs> if there's something I want to watch or if there's something I want to look for, but I'm not... Like, I, I know people who will spend their lives on it and they're literally like, oh, I, wa- I, I watched this trailer and then that recommended this and that recommended that and that... Re- fuck that. I, if it's something specific, I'll watch it. I'm not... I haven't got time to sit there and just see what comes up next. I, oh, no. I don't do that. Like, I, I have very specific content creators that I will follow and watch on a weekly basis. Some of their videos can push an hour long. Some on occasion at a christmas and stuff like that can go 80 90 minutes i do not want adverts every 10 of those like absolutely not and especially when the adverts are just randomly interspersed like mm. uh, like you mentioned with like 12 seconds to go or something yeah and um, anyway we're digressing already. So, but yeah that really fucked me off that again that affected my viewing because i think it's a 24 minute piece mm-hmm. and i had three ad breaks yeah yeah that would really fuck me off um so like as i was getting towards the end as much as i really wanted it to end i was then like it's kind of a double kick in the balls because like it was shit and then i was like oh well at least when it ends i'll get to listen to run with us that's always a good time yeah no no. yeah no thanks (laughs) no run with us um so yeah the the music's fine the music's functional um but immediately on it starting you know once you get past the theme and you're into it and you got the little kind of intro with the sheriff and the kids yeah just immediately, the first thing that struck me was, this looks like dog shit. The animation yeah. is fucking awful. It's terrible. Yes, it, this it is, is awful. so it's very much badly animated. It, it feels like a pilot. It feels like they've gone, right, we've got this idea, and we just want to put something out to show people what it could look like. Mm. But if we're going to get money for it, we, it would get a bit more polished and get a bit tidied up. And it's almost as if it, it's it's kind of that spec piece. And... Yeah. From the very from the very beginning of the credits, where you get the fucking Christmas trees coming down, they're all glowing from behind, and it just looks really cheap, it looks really poorly done. And then you get into the the um, the character design, like you, know, you get um, Ranger Dan and the kids, and it's like, oh, hang on, they they're not moving properly. That's it, what it was it, for me. It was it the was animation. Really, yeah. So I mean that that really threw it straight away. And then I I'd like to think this was done intentionally. I'd like to think this is kind of the point. And they they keep coming back to it later on, but the whole setup is he gets a phone call that the forest is disappearing. Okay, he's a fucking forest ranger. How has he not noticed that people are chopping the fucking thing down? Like, yeah, seriously. And when we get into numbers later on, how has he not noticed that like ninety percent of the fucking thing is gone? Yeah, it, I mean he's pretty fucking bad at his job, and yeah. we're, we're talking Ranger Smith territory here. Yeah, like. <laughs> as far as incompetent forest rangers go he probably takes the biscuit um but yeah like that animation is dog shit as soon as it starts nobody's moving properly as you say but the real key to me like when when we and i I talk about animation a lot when we look at these shows i'm aware of that and and i feel like every time like i need to justify myself i'm sure i don't i'm sure our listeners are informed enough especially by Mm. now from listening to us of, of what we mean when we say this but the real key for me with with animation is how well it conveys character and and emotion yeah. it, it it is you know it's it's the same as as the physicality of an actor essentially you know yeah. it's split into two you've got your voice acting and then the physicality and the emoting 
is done through your animation and there's just none of that here everything is so flat there i mean there are times where these characters just corpse if, if you really watch yeah. this there are times where, where there are there are characters just stood still like not even yeah. blinking, they just stood still. It, yeah, it's like we we don't need them to do anything, so, so we'll we just leave, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, it, it's terrible, and and then you immediately drop into this kind of uncanny valley. And and I know this yeah. is you know hand drawn animation. We're not talking about CGI, but it's the same kind of thing. You also see it. You know, it's the difference between good and bad puppetry. You know, when you when you and we've talked about this before as well. But when you see good puppetry, if you look at the Muppets, for instance, those motherfuckers are never still. That's yeah. why Kermit the Frog swallows and and like we talked about in when we looked at fraggle rock as well like you have stuff going on in the foreground you've got your story i'm ignoring the swallowing comment i know i i've, um, I've realized what i've said <laughs> as you're talking and i've um, just thought how the hell did you not jump on the fact that i just said that's why kermit the frog swallows i don't because <laughs> i couldn't think of anything to follow it with. i don't know um, how you let answer. that go <laughs> um so but yeah so in in fraggle rock you've got fraggles in the foreground talking and we talked about it when we when we looked at it that there's always something going on in the background mm-hmm. and it might just be somebody moving from left to right or it might be somebody um diving off the fucking rocks yeah or some there's always something going on it's never important no it's never distracting but it's just it feels normal yes and it's the same like i've just come from um uh the kids uh christmas concert and they did like a no it was basically a, a, a small scale panto but you've got kids there who are on stage all the time because you've got like a fucking choir there because there's you know, 90 odd kids across the three year groups are doing it. And you haven't got 90 parts in the show. So you can stick as many as you can on stage and you just kind of do something. But literally, when they're not doing anything or when they're not talking, they're not involved in the scene, they don't fucking move. Yeah. <laughs> and it's no, and it's like they've been told stand still, don't do anything that's going to take no, that's going to draw attention to yourself. It's the dead giveaway. I mean, I mean the kids. I don't want to make fun of any yeah, kids, and I certainly no. haven't haven't seen um, <laughs> obviously that production to to be able to comment on it. But it's the dead giveaway for Amdram, isn't it? I always say, yes. like, when you go to see Amdram, one of two things is going to happen, right? You're either going to get people completely corpse because they they do not know what to do when they're not playing, or yeah. They go the other way and they're fucking hyperactive and their hands yes. are all over the place. They can't sit still. They're wringing their hands. They're tapping their feet. You know, yeah. they, they just can't be natural. By um, the way, listeners, that's why we don't do video anymore because I do all of that. Uh, yeah, and and also because my lighting is shit and <laughs> and I really can't be asked to edit videos. Yeah, and, and none of you are watching them anyway, so fuck you. We know you all listen instead of watch. <laughs> so and I wouldn't blame you because I wouldn't want to look at our faces every fucking week oh, either. And yeah. um, anyway by the bite again so yeah the the animation's fucking dog shit and i'm I, 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 you know it's bad and it, you know the story is bad as well when you're able to watch it and go why isn't he moving yeah what the well, he's fuck? talking on the phone but his head isn't moving and his arms aren't moving and his neck he's just sort of sat in a really unnatural position on this chair holding yeah. a phone to his to his ear but doing nothing else apart from the fact his mouth is moving like jackie fucking jan yeah it, it's just really bad and like if I think if everything else was slick enough and if the story was interesting enough, you know, you kind of give it a pass and you might not even notice it because you're paying attention to the story. Yes. But it's just there's so little else here that you well, pick up on I stuff mean, like that. This this setup should be interesting, right? Because we start, no. Okay, we get the we get the voiceover bit, which again, didn't really, I don't think we necessarily needed it because it didn't add anything. Mm. But we, we, we launch in with Ranger Dan answers the phone and then he has this conversation, and there's no, you don't get anything, he doesn't give anything away during the call. It's only when he then hangs up the phone, and he tells the kids. By the way, he leaves in a cabin in the woods on their own. Yeah. Um But he tells them half the forest has disappeared. I've got to go out. I mean, half the fucking forest has disappeared. Where's it gone? Why is it disappeared? What's going on? Now, of course, we know that it's because of deforestation, because clearly we have the baggage of Cyril Sneer, who's going to be up to no fucking good anyway. Mm-hmm. But there's. There's a little bit of intrigue there. So, right, okay, well, what's going on? Why does he need to go out? What is happening to the forest? But straight away, you know that it's being chopped down because that's what happens in forests, especially in the 80s. And I think that this uh, this is where I think that there's this whole message about the fact that, and I'm giving it possibly more credit than it deserves, but this message of, like, half the, half the forest has disappeared and no fuckers noticed. Yeah. And I'd like to think, I'd like to think they're clever enough for that to be the message. Whether they are or not, I don't know. No. It, it... <laughs> There's, there's an element of this which, as you say, should work. And like a, as a Christmas special, 
particularly it's, it's got that you know it's got a, a homely message like that you know like we all need to look after each other because the raccoons are homeless and they need somewhere to live now and and then you can tie that into the ecology of it all you know and the forest is being yeah. you know just raised to the ground by Cyril C like all the all the component parts are there and we said the same thing about the show as well like the component yeah. parts are there they just don't seem to pick it up and run with it. And, and yeah, when nothing they, fits together. Really. No, and when they do, like, you know, when we do get Cyril and Cedric later on, who incidentally are the best thing in this by a country mile, Absolutely. I remember them in the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember them being the same in the show. I think we were slightly annoyed with them again when we watched it back, but still the best thing in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, when when we do get to them, they they absolutely batter us over the head. I don't know how many times... He has to be told that he's over his quota, and then how yeah. many times he has to repeat that he doesn't care. It's like yeah. they either just don't understand that we're smart enough to get that on the first time around, or they realise they don't actually have twenty-five minutes worth of story here, so well, they have to the keep thing, repeating I things. Think that's the problem is they they don't have enough to actually go on. No, so they just kind of go back to that thing all the time. You're seventeen point three percent. No, seventeen seventeen point three times over your quota. You're twenty five times over your quota. Now I don't know what his quota was. I don't do maths, but the can chopped down thirty one thousand trees and left two thousand. Yeah, I'm fairly sure the Canadian government wouldn't have given him that much of a fucking license. No, um, but where it really falls down story wise, then is even when we get into all that and we get the business later on. Obviously, the raccoons yeah. have lost their home. But the raccoons lose their home because the kids chop their tree down, not Cyril Sneer. Um, yeah. So so there's all of this going on at once. But the real issue here is that for this to work and for this to work as a Christmas story, which is what it really wants to be, for it to work properly, yeah. our final kind of goodwill message and our feel good at the end shouldn't come from the fact that the raccoons and the dog and the kids are now all friends. The message needs to come from Cyril Sneer. Like, and it, it, they kind of they try to do that, but they just do it all off screen and half ass it. Yeah, you know, it it has to be, you know, it's it's the Grinch's heart growing three sizes. Yeah. You know, it's Scrooge growing a conscience. Like that's yeah. that's and, the transformation that we need. And they kind of do. So we get that. I mean, as they're going through, so I mean, we're jumping around all over the place, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, look, it's fine. This isn't better than Mario. It's not like we're following this like a script. No. This is our, you know, we just generally talk about things here. So yeah. that's fine. Let's jump wherever I mean, we need. Yeah, but so we, we get the stuff. So you get, no, Cedric telling him, oh, you're over your quota. We've done this, we've done that. We've chopped on this. We've, we've still got that much left. And he, he's in the factory. And again, they missed the trick in as much as they're chopping him down to make timber. Chop him down to sell him as fucking Christmas trees. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I couldn't understand that either. There are so many open goals here, yeah. particularly when it's called the Christmas raccoons. Yeah. And let's so not Christmas forget. Christmas should be a thing of it. The only, the only allusion to Christmas is the fact that the kids chop down the tree to make a Christmas tree. And then, and so that's what how the recruits end up homeless. But the whole thing of it is, so we get this, this idea that actually, yeah, okay, he's cutting it down for timber, and then we get a throwaway thing from Cedric that actually it's more profitable to plant new trees. Yeah. When you chop them down, because new trees generate new wood and all the rest of it. So he goes, oh, okay, that's an idea. And then the next thing we know, he's planted saplings. Yeah. But why? When did that happen? Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense, and and it. Yeah. That for a Christmas film, that needs to be a huge message, and it needs to work, and then it needs yeah. to be, you know, peace and love and all of that, and we need to get all yeah. that at the end. And and they reach for that with the raccoons, then sort of being taken off to get a new home and stuff like that. They yeah. reach for it, but it comes from the wrong place. It needs yeah. to come from. The problem is it's so confused because they've got this business where the raccoons think that the you know. They think the kids have cut all the trees down when actually they've only yeah. cut theirs down. It all gets too confused. It needs to all yeah. center around Cyril Sneer. Yeah. Um. And, and and it's particularly problematic because it's like the raccoons doesn't exist at this point. So there's absolutely no reason that Cyril Sneer can't just grow a conscious because he's nobody. We haven't got the series yeah. yet. He's nobody. Yeah, we're five years from the series at this point. Yeah. So there's absolutely no reason that they couldn't make that work. So I couldn't understand that either. You know, for me, the, the, the story was just fucking rubbish, frankly. I, I had absolutely no buying to this story. No, whatsoever. I wasn't interested at all. Couldn't give a flying fuck. Didn't care about any of the characters. There wasn't enough of a message and it wasn't solid enough. Yeah. There was no threat, really. Like, yeah, they've lost their home and yeah, the forest has been chopped down, but 
Where's the actual threat? Where's the tangible threat to their existence? Well, well this is the thing because what you, you know what you need is the trees around them disappearing. So they're trying to say no. They're trying to save their tree. They're trying to work out what's chopping them down so they can stop it. Exactly, Mark. That is exactly what it is. That is exactly yeah, what they, it is. And they, then when the kids point, come have, looking a, for a Christmas tree, then they can befriend the raccoons because the raccoons yes. can jump out and be like, "Whoa, no! Back no, the fuck off, house. kids! Back this off. is our tree." Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's what it needs because and it just seems really clumsy. So they they don't do that. And then the only time so we we get this whole the whole chase scene with the um, with the dog. Uh, and then we had no that misunderstanding of oh I didn't chop the tree we didn't chop the trees don't what you're on about well, you're chasing no you were chasing us so we get all of that and they they then befriend each other then they go off and fight the um, the cock noises and so we get that but then the only illusion we get back to them to this sort of this other part of the story then with the family is that in at some point their tree gets knocked over or their tree it gets gets nudged and the raccoon stockings fall out yeah and it's like right okay. So there's a thing, but why does that matter? Because again, the kids haven't met the raccoons. The kids know nothing about the raccoons. So are they just dirty socks that somebody somebody left in a tree? Is that somebody's wank sock where they've gone in and uh, and left it left a nut in a in a, in a hollow? I mean, it might be because raccoons will pick any fucking thing up, as we know. But you know, more to the point here. I mean, there are questions that need to be answered here, right? Why do the raccoons have stockings to begin with? Well, yeah. So like we that suggests that the raccoons celebrate Christmas. But yes. at no point, it's called the Christmas raccoons and the kids are putting a Christmas tree up. Yeah. But other than that, at no real point do we have any discussion about what Christmas means in the forest. Yeah. Which again, is is a th- there's an own goal. Like, yeah. what what is Christmas? The, the, and, and we call it the forest. Like, again, part of the reason why we don't feel any threat is because the only inhabitants of the forest we meet are the oh. three fucking raccoons. Three raccoons, two cocknoses and then three humans and a dog. Well, I mean, the cocknoses don't count because they're cutting it down. The, but, it's the, but they're the only people we meet. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, yeah. the forest doesn't feel full yeah, no, to begin with. So the threat's not there. Like, if there were three raccoons and a couple of beavers and some birds and... Some deer moving around yeah, in the background. Yeah, some porcupines, like whatever. I don't know. What what do they have in Canada? Like, beavers, raccoons, moose, mooses, meese. Meese. Meese is, meese is mices, isn't it? Am no, I the, even the making pure, sense? The, what the no, fuck I know am what you I mean. The moose is moose. But, yeah, I know what you mean. There, there, should, there needs to be... It, there needs to be a broader threat because it's not just their tree is being chopped down, all the trees have been chopped down. Therefore, yes. it needs to mean something. There needs to be a community that says, look, actually, this is our fucking home. This is, no, it's not his or his or hers. It, this is our. This is where we live. Yes. It affects all of us because then there's you, know, you need to come in together against Cyril's knee to say, look, that's not what fucking Christmas is, mate. Yeah, and, and it's then... It's not making as much money as you can. It's about community and sharing and niceness and all the other bollocks that Christmas is supposed to be about in the, in the woods. Maybe Christmas, they thought, didn't come from a store. Maybe, Maybe. Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Um, but it, 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 but that is it, though, isn't it? Like, if they were all there and they were all feeling threatened and Christmas is ruined because they're all homeless, yeah. and then we still get the scene where they all come together as a forest and they have Christmas, and then the yes. ranger and the kids see that, and that's what spurs them on then to be like, all right, we're going to sort this shit out. And Cyril yeah. sees that and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll make some more yeah. money on the side. But actually, here's now a protected part of the forest. Yeah. And that's the answer to that, right? He's going to make money because he's planting the saplings. So now you get like the Cyril sneer protected part of the forest and he can go and call himself some great environmental champion and probably get yeah. some tax breaks or some shit. I don't know, right? But everyone's a winner and the true yeah. spirit of Christmas comes through. Yeah, and, and that's None the thing. I mean, you, t- you kind of touched on it there. The, the whole thing with the raccoons. We see three raccoons who are homeless sitting on a on a mound on a tump of snow, getting cold because it's you know, mm-hmm. December and you know, snowing because it's Canada. But yeah, where's everybody else? No, because he's chopped out of thirty one thousand eight hundred and something trees. There's more than three fucking raccoons, right? If there's only three, if there's only three raccoons in thirty one thousand eight hundred odd trees. Chop the fucking thing down. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not home to anything. No, there's only three raccoons. And even then, like, yeah, they're homeless raccoons. They're all wearing fucking clothes. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, to death, it? Yeah, they've got woolly jumpers on. I've never seen a fucking raccoon in a woolly jumper in the fucking wild. So what are they worrying about? Those fair, other raccoons must be freezing. Real life anyway. um, I've never seen one in the wild. I have, I have had a raccoon experience. Or I say I had when I bought one for my wife one year for a present. So we've been in like held raccoons and cuddled raccoons okay. and stuff and they're pretty I, fucking I, I cool may have, i may have seen one in some form of you know, sanctuary wildlife park type thing 
but um, yeah, I can't remember. I've certainly never seen one in the wild. Yeah, they're pretty fucking cool. Like, and, and, and definitely not in a fucking jumper. And, and and that's the really weird thing about this, right? Is we've got we got the baggage. Like, it's it's a Christmas memory for me. It's something I can remember being at Christmas. We we used to love the show. We didn't since we watched yeah. it for this show. But as kids, we liked the show, right? So we got that baggage. We can remember the characters, and just in general, like raccoons are like they're cool animals you know what i mean they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're the kind of animals where it's like an instant like if something's got a raccoon in it like i'm yours to lose yeah like because they're, they're fucking cool because because they're, they're yeah. crazy little fuckers and they look like robbers and yeah. like and so they, they look like burglars and you know with the little masks and everything it's like yeah i can go on board with that yeah definitely so you know i'm yours to lose and yet every time without fail that i try and cut this fucking franchise some slack yeah it just kicks me in the nuts like it's yeah. it's so poor. I, I It's not even like it's bad enough that you can go. Oh, that's fucking terrible. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Because it's not. If we're no. honest, like yeah, the animation's dog shit and the story's rubbish. But you know, then the music's not it's... too bad and it's it's all right. It's just fucking poor. It just smacks of lack of effort. As I say, it's it's the same problem I have with the series. It's just so fucking vanilla. Yes, it is, it isn't it? It doesn't elicit any response. No. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, no, we, we talked last time, and uh, there are some fairly obvious comparisons. Like I said, there's the what kind of comparison with the Wombles. Ten years after this, you had Captain Planet, and you know, the huge sort of beating you over the head with the environmental message. And then you know, there have been so many things where you said, right, okay, like, like them or loathe them, they elicit a response. This, I sat down for 24 minutes yesterday, or 28 minutes with the ads I, I sat through because it was more interesting watching the ads than it was watching the fucking program. So I sat there for the best part of half an hour, and I came away going, "Meh." Yeah, but that's exactly it, isn't it? Like, like I, I watched it over a lunch break, a singular lunch break, and um, I was I was relatively up for it. I really was because yeah. I was like, "Oh, you know, this is a one and done." So like the series yeah. we got got increasingly annoying the more episodes we watched because it wasn't yeah. getting any better. But this is a one and done. It's Christmas themed. You all know, listeners, I'm a sucker for anything Christmas. So I'm like, okay. Christmas raccoons, like, I mean, and I would stupidly because obviously it was the first thing and it was like earlier than the show. Stupidly, I was really expecting it to actually be of a higher production value as well because it was a Christmas special. It's a one-off, like it's been produced as a special. Yeah, you'd expect it to have some money behind it. Yeah, and I suppose the difference being that, um, so when they did the the series, uh, it was backed by Disney. On the back of this and the Lost Ark. Yeah. Um, so the, that's where the money came from. So that's why the series looks so much better. Because the production value on the series is actually very good. And it was, I remember that's one of the things we commented on at the time. Is that some of the stuff we've looked at doesn't look so good. It doesn't stand up so well. Whereas this being considerably older than a lot of stuff we'd looked at at the time. Because, I mean, we did this fucking early as well. I, mean, I think we did this in about 2018 oh, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, this was one of the first things we looked so, at. Because I was yeah. really keen to rewatch the raccoons. Yeah. I remember being the same. So, I mean, but I mean, that's where the money—that's uh, when the money came in—was after the specials. So, this was never going to be as good. But I—I I was the same. I, I came at this thinking, right? Yes, okay. The series was disappointing. I—I I remembered why the series was disappointing. Didn't go back and listen until I watched this because I—I I didn't want to prejudice uh, this this show. But mm-hmm. I thought, right, okay. There's going to be something in here because this spawned two other specials, which then spawned a se- spawned five seasons, which then spawned another special in the in the early nineties. So. There's got to be something about this, right? There's got to be something that people got that somebody's gone. You know what? There's a bit of there's something in that. I don't know what it is, but there's something there that says this is a little bit special, and actually we can do something with it. And again, I I came out of it disappointed because nothing happened. It didn't do anything. No, no. And it, I was just sat there going, "Oh, is that it?" I would go as far as to say, thus far. It's kind of spoiled my Christmas a little bit, <laughs> like because it's one of the, like this is the first Christmas special that I've watched this year. Right, I'm actually I'm quite late this year because it's quite a busy yeah. time. So normally by this point in December, I've done at least Nightmare Before Christmas and the Muppets. Um, I've probably I've done, not done either of those yet. Either. Neither have I. I've probably done Nightmare multiple times by now. Um, might have done Charlie Brown Christmas by now as well, although normally that tends to be closer to Christmas Eve. But this was the first Christmas thing I watched, so I'm kind of like, oh, even if it sucks, it might get me in the Christmas mood a little bit. You know, it'll be... No, yeah. not at all. No, absolutely no, not. Only, the complete opposite the only, effect. 
The only saving grace I had was that this was the second Christmas thing I watched because I watched the um, the New Guardians of the Galaxy special. I'm um, saving that night. for Christmas Eve. That, that's that's um, I watched it. Christmas Eve viewing for me. It was going to be for me, and then I figured, actually, I've got two kids, and they're not going to let me watch that. They're going to want to watch something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a wife who's not interested in Marvel stuff, so she's not going to let me watch it either. She's going to make me watch Christmas stuff with the kids. So I thought, I'll put it on. So I put it on Sunday night, um, and then that kind of got me through this because at least that was entertaining yeah and don't get me wrong that's there's there are issues with that as well and i'm not going to go into those because you haven't seen it and also i don't want to um but at least that got that got me feeling a little bit festive i haven't even like it's what december the 13th today it's the 13th today and like by now so i do nanorimo in november so november is cut is no me being holed up in in this very little room uh freezing my nuts off trying to write that finishes on November thirtieth, December first. I break out the Christmas playlists, and I'm on to you know, I'm on to the Christmas TV and all all the stuff I want I want to do in December. This year, I've done jack shit. The first thing I've done was watch the Guardian special on Sunday, which was like the tenth or eleventh, whatever it would be. No, well, whatever it would be, it's like it was the eleventh on Sunday, I think. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's the first Christmassy thing I've done, apart from buy a tree be too ill to put it up so lay it down on my living room floor and leave it there for three days until i could be asked to put it up <laughs> i like I said, i've literally done nothing this year so then to be launching into this this would have fucking killed christmas yeah that that's where i was and like I, I, i've just been really busy i've just got a lot going on so i'm not you know i'm a little bit behind with my christmas stuff like i haven't wrapped any presents yet like the trees up oh, and fuck, stuff that's what christmas eve is for no, I mean, I'm, I'm normally done with this shit by now. I'm sitting back, kicking back, just waiting for Christmas because um, I get super excited about it. So I, I, I do it really early. But I did put the tree and the decorations up early. I put them up last week in November because I knew December was going to be busy. Um, yeah, that's fair. But, but yeah, I, I snuck this in the lunch break and I'm thinking, right, this is it. This will kick Christmas off one way or the other, even if it's a bit rubbish, you know, it's, it's still, still a Christmas special. Which is really not, is it? It's just no. There's nothing Christmas about it apart from the fact they're fir trees, and it's called the Christmas raccoons. Yeah, like if you'd done, if you'd set it in fucking July, yeah, it same still effect. Fir trees, and yeah. it's still Canada. So it's fucking cold and snowing. Then it would have just been the summer raccoons, like would it, yeah, wouldn't have made any. It could have just as easily been the fucking Easter raccoons. Yeah, you know the fucking. I don't know what other holidays are there. I can only think of two holidays: the Valentine's Day raccoons. No, that doesn't work. That sounds like a fucking crime film. Um, <laughs> that sounds like everybody's going to get massacred. Um, I can't think of anything in the summer. There's, there's, there are fuck all good holidays in the summer. There are fuck all good holidays outside of Christmas anyway. Let's be honest. Easter's fucking rubbish, as has previously been covered on this network. Yeah, only Halloween. My birthday's all right, but that's my birthday and it belongs to me. Like it's not national. Yeah. It should be a national holiday, but it's not. Um, so, Halloween, yes, but Halloween isn't a holiday, is it? It's a holiday, it should be. Fucking right, it should be. Like, then it would be the best holiday, but it's not. But yeah, it could have been the Halloween raccoons, just the same. You know, could have had some spooky shit going on. But no, they've decided to call it the Christmas raccoons, and it has fuck all to do with Christmas. There's not even a Christmas carol. No. Not a single one. There's no no Christmas message. No. And the one thing I did, I I said, no, it. That, that's the problem. It implied a Christmas message. It implied that you know, Cyril Sneer actually grew a bit and he, he grew a conscience and he, he planted all the trees. But because it happens off screen, we don't we don't spend enough time with him no. for him to earn it. And then because he hasn't earned it, it doesn't happen on screen. So all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, great. Somebody planted some trees. I wonder who that could have been. I mean, and that's kind of it. He's barely in the fucking thing, Cyril yeah. Sneer. He's in it for I, maybe two minutes. Yeah, so there's there's not a lot to it. The one thing I, I don't remember looking at, and I, I thought about this afterwards, so I'm not quite sure. They put up stockings and stuff, right? Yeah. So do they have a fireplace in the in in their tree? Because that's fucking dangerous. <laughs> also, do they put up Christmas trees inside the Christmas tree? Well, this is the thing, and I couldn't work out because there's a shot very early on of them. They're very clearly indoors, like they've yes. got. They're, they're in, in the tree, aren't they? Yeah, but what is the like? Is this tree the fucking, like fucking TARDIS? Like, what yeah. what is going it's like on a proper here? Penthouse. So there was there was another question I had as well. Is that if they do have a tree within the tree, do they have lights? Well, what are they going to plug them so, into? How do they power with them? Yeah, they can't. That's where all because the other fit... fucking animals are, Mark. They're in the basement of the tree, running around on, on little on hamster wheels. wheels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's the question because I think well, 
if they're trying to sell this as Christmas and they're decorating their penthouse tree apartment, the the signifier for that would be a tree. Mm-hmm. And there's, no, the signifier for it being a Christmas tree would be having lights and tinsel and shit on it. But then how do you light a tree within a tree with no electricity? And also, where does Father Christmas go? Like, he can't come down the chimney. Well, the thing is, and I, I've, I've, I have experience of this, because when we lived in the flat, we didn't have a chimney. But Santa has what's called a Santa key, right. which can open any lock. And it's not scary as fuck. <laughs> it's not that he can get into any property anywhere. It doesn't scare children, honestly. Jesus but that's, Christ. But that's the thing. It's a Santa key. And you can buy them, and they're just little fucking... Really? This is a yeah, thing? Yeah, because so many people don't have chimneys. So Could you not have just order... said he was going to come through the window? <laughs> Why the fucking make it? <laughs> just... this, this has been a thing for donkey's years. I, I, this, this, I remember this from when we were kids, because we didn't have a chimney. I mean, I, I don't oh, think... We did, we did, but it was blocked up. We yeah, it was the same with us. Our, our chimney was blocked up as well, but I just always assumed that, like, I mean, he's Father Christmas, he finds a way. Well, yeah, that's kind of it. But the, the, this all this became a thing. There's the, the Santa key in them. There are official Santa keys and the licensed Santa keys and all this bollocks. There's license. Who owns the fucking license to Santa Claus? I have no idea. Like, it's like happy birthday, and it? it's got to be fucking public domain. But there'll be there'll be somebody who sold a license somewhere where they've they've you no know, they've got a brand on them somewhere. So whether it's the particular drawing or the particular you no know, whatever you no. Know, However, think, they've labelled it. I think Coca Cola actually own their Santa, don't they? Like that. They own their Santa. Yeah, yeah so that they, Santa they don't own is their a Santa. They own their Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, these... so I'd imagine it's something like that. But yeah, there there are like licensed products, which fuck knows how that works. Okay, so I'll gi- I'll give you that. Right, he doesn't have to come down the chimney. But what, what the fuck good is a key gonna do him when it's a tree? A tree. <laughs> like what? I don't get it. I don't get how the fucking physics of this world works. Like because. No. If they had a tree house, fine. But then right? just give us an establishing shot of the tree house. Yeah, it's a house in a tree. It's not a tree. Or even if it's going to be inside the tree, Winnie the Pooh that shit and put yes. little doors on the trees so we can yeah. see that you have to open the door and go inside the tree and it's all hollowed out. Yeah, like that would work. There are ways around this, but no. Because they haven't thought about it for more than 30 seconds because nobody cares. Nobody no. gives a fuck. And that is evident in this yeah. fucking show. It is a cash grab for all the fucking message they want to go about. Oh, this is an environmental project mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe like somewhere on the surface. But ultimately what this is, is oh, it's a fucking Christmas cartoon. It's got, we've got signs and recording artists up. We'll sell some records. Yeah. It'll sell be some fine. records. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, we'll get some time on TV. It'll be good for me to get some TV time, especially at Christmas, because then I can get a series or something else. Mm-hmm. I can get a job somewhere else. I can go work in TV. Happy days. Yeah, I, and it's it's soulless, isn't it? That's the thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, and when you compare it to the other Christmas specials we've watched, and don't get me wrong, we haven't loved all of them. Like, no. as discussed two years ago, I fucking detest the snowman absolutely hate it but at least that feels like they care there's genuine love and care and attention gone yes. into that and it shows it's not for me and i don't like it but it's got heart and soul and you can you can sort of see why people do like it and why it's become this christmas classic yeah this it, it just it's so yeah, flat it's like dick, and, to be honest yeah it's just so soulless which, which yeah. I think is more or less what we said about the show as well. But this, yeah. this really is just—it's dead inside. This, it's it's utterly dead inside. It's like looking into a fucking black void of nothing. It's mm. horrible. Yeah. Um, Traditional I, Christmas fair, really, isn't it? I did not enjoy this <laughs> at all. No, this this hasn't been the, the the kickstart to Christmas I was hoping for. I've got to be honest. I mean, you, you know me; I'm a miserable fucker anyway. Um, I'm trying, and every year I try a little bit harder because you know, the kids are a lot much older and trying to gain stuff. But I'm trying, and then for this to be the start of my Christmas, I was like, seriously, yeah, I don't get it. Um, incidentally, we sort we took the kids to see the Snowman last year, um, and it was accompanied by so it was on the big screen, and so it was all the Welsh National the Welsh National Orchestra were playing along with it, and that that actually worked out really well. Um, so much so that when the fucking uh, oboe kicked in, they blew all the speakers, and we had a ten-minute break while they reset the fucking breakers in the theatre. Brilliant! Um, that was awesome because obviously you don't expect it for shit like that. Um, but that was actually really good, and that no, that I, I've never been a huge fan of the snowman either, but I actually really enjoyed that. So that was no, that was quite an interesting one. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a different thing then, isn't it? You're going to a concert it's, then, it's, you're it's not just watching. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I would probably enjoy that as well, because the best thing about The Snowman is the fucking is the music. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be fine. But the actual show, I dislike. Yeah. But even that, like, I had a much better time with that than I did with this. Like, I've had, only, I've had... The only saving grace was this, that it was short. I mean, it was really short. And because... Because this is the Christmas special, so we've watched the Christmas special. I didn't have to watch another fucking five episodes of the Raccoons. Yes. It was 25 minutes and it was done. Yeah. Now, there are more Raccoons Christmas specials. There are quite a few Raccoons Christmas specials, in fact. Or, or specials sort of, in all. So they're got, not all Christmas ones, though. No, so you've got... Um, so that you had this one, which is the original, and you've got Raccoons on Ice the following year, mm-hmm. uh, Raccoons on the Lost Star, and then a director video in 1984 called Raccoons Less Dance. So they had f- they had four, so I mean yeah, in total, you know maybe in the future we'll we'll give them another crack of the whip and look at another you know Raccoon's what? Christmas at special. Stage, but having done the series and done this, pass. Yeah, fucking I th- hard pass. I think I think you're right. I don't think I've got it in me to watch any more raccoons ever again. I really don't. I have no I have no need to watch the raccoons again. No, I th- I think I'm fucking done with it, um, which really is a shame because I loved it as a kid. I really did. I remember really loving the raccoons. Um, but fuck me, it's bad. And I'm sorry, listen, I, I'm sure there are those of you out there that really love the raccoons. Whenever we dump on something, there's always somebody out there that's like, you've just taken a shit on my childhood. Yeah, and we're you really, know who you are. We're really sorry about that, but, you know, this is about our approach to these things. Yeah, now. That's the whole absolutely. purpose, to look at these as adults and see if there's any value in them and to you know, look back through our rose-tinted specs in a way as well and reevaluate things. And, yeah, you know, in the cold light of day, my opinion, you know, your mileage may differ, but my opinion is this is a fucking abomination. Like, it's... Yeah. it's... This has no place marketing itself as a Christmas special. No, it doesn't. Um, it's it got has... no soul. It's got... Yeah. And like I said, it's worse because I feel like if they just cared... Like there probably is something there, but yeah. they just don't seem to care enough. So it's no, that's it. Just it's nothing. It's not good. It's not terrible. It's just very, very bad. It's just poor. Yeah, and that's the worst thing you can be. If you're gonna be bad, be really fucking bad. Well, hence the point of uh, the Mario. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, lean, lean into it. Be you no, know, be as absolutely fucking batshit crazy, mental, poorly executed as you can. Just go out there and swing for the fences i mean yeah like you know you mentioned better than mario there for those of you that don't listen to the other show listeners you know this this month for christmas we looked at christmas with cookie which is ridiculously bad but in all the best ways yeah so uh, they get away with it, it and it embraces it yeah whereas this as you said nobody cares so no nobody's coming to this and going right this has got to be the best fucking christmas special ever this has got to be the thing that puts canadian tv on the map this is it this is what we're doing this is what we're going for and ultimately, it just doesn't do anything. No. Ultimately, no one gave a fuck about it. And that's the problem. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't no, resist. But, but, but you're right. No, there's, there's, for whatever reason, it just falls so flat. Because if there's supposed to be a message, which, as, as I said earlier, I'd like to think that they've gone in and gone, right, we're going to... no. We're going to make this stance that actually the rainforest is disappearing and nobody's actually noticed. Hang on, hang on. It's not a rainforest, is it? (laughs) No, sorry. (laughs) Wait a minute. Whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. So, we're going into the evergreen forest and it's disappearing. It's being chopped down and nobody's noticed to the tune of like 90% of it is gone before anybody realizes, oh, hang on. What's happened there? Yeah. And, okay, if, if that was their message, that really doesn't come across. And if the whole thing is about, you know, capitalism and, and and greed and all the rest of it, if that's your message, fine, but play on that. Use the sneers more. Use it to actually show these characters, show them what show what they're doing. Have them learn the error of their ways. A la the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Have it you no, know, have it mean something. Don't just go, Oh, but you can make more money this way. All right, then that'll do. And then completely off screen we learn that he's plant his company is now planting saplings rather than chopping them down. Okay, why? How did that happen? What for? And none of it. None, they haven't put the effort into any of it to carry it through. And how does any of that relate to Christmas? Like again, if his thing is he's cutting these trees down because he's selling them as Christmas trees, right? Yeah, that's it. 
that that's the easy out, right? There's the easy out. There's, there's Christmas Edge there, right? And then you can have a thing about actually he's price gouging so badly that nobody yeah. can afford a Christmas tree this year. Even yeah. though he's chopped them all down. So now all of these Christmas trees are just they're going just to waste because yeah, nobody can afford to buy them. Right? And it, and it's a waste. And so all the animals are homeless. Cyril's not getting any money. Nobody can afford a Christmas tree. Christmas is fucking ruined. Yeah. And then the true spirit of Christmas comes through. And then he works out that he can make his money by planting saplings. So actually, he doesn't need these trees anymore. So he can give them all away. And then everybody yeah. can have a Christmas tree. And they can all celebrate. And the raccoons will all yeah. have homes. And they can raid everybody's fucking Christmas Day garbage the next day. You know, and everybody's fucking happy. Yeah. And more to the point, the thing that's really missing, if this is going to be a Christmas film, amongst all of that, there's your message, but where's the fucking magic? There yeah. has to be some element of magic somewhere. We need a fucking talking snowman or Santa Claus or an some elf. Yeah, some guy. Anything. We just something to give it a bit of heart, something to hang it on. We need a Christmas miracle, for God's sake. Like, and it just isn't one. Like there's there's a reason that this has been a, no this has been a trope for a while the Christmas miracle, I mean going back to that funny book that started it all about some baby or something but you know this whole thing of Christmas miracles you kind of need to sell it on yeah absolutely that's the whole point um I, I just I don't understand why there isn't like it's called the Christmas raccoons I don't understand how you you miss the genre so completely yeah. like it's the Even easiest if they just genre. called it the raccoons yeah. Then that's the wilderness fine. raccoons. Call it the raccoons the and show forest. it as Christmas. Or, you know, these days, I mean, it was the 80s, so we weren't quite as sensitive to these things back then. In the 80s as well. Yeah. But call it the holiday raccoons. Fine. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Call it the holiday raccoons. Don't have it be about Christmas because then you're <laughs> excluding a large chunk of the population. Because, mm. you know, believe it or not, listeners, not everyone's a Christian and celebrates Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I celebrate Christian, and I'm I'm celebrate Christmas. Sorry, and I'm not Christian either. So who's who's Christian? I, yeah, somebody I celebrate apparently. Um, <laughs> but you you know, if you call yeah. it the holiday raccoons, then you've covered all bases. You you don't expect a Christmas miracle. It doesn't have to be about a Christmas tree, you know, because there's all of these yeah. other fucking holidays that happen well, at this time of year that we know yeah, exactly. nothing about. Absolutely, I mean, I I had a an argument with somebody online the other day because they were talking um they were talking about you can't say christmas anymore oh, why don't. because it's fucking happy holidays because there are fucking 24 holidays that fall in a 12 day period don't those fucking people oh my god it's like for fu- no it's like it might not be 24 but there are so many non-christian holidays that fall in a period between december and january you say happy holidays because people celebrate other things funny enough yeah, and I'm, you want you want everybody to be included in all the rest of it. It's not being anti-Christian or anti-Christmas. It's just being respectful of the fact that not everyone's a cunt. I mean, call it what it is. Next time somebody asks you that, just tell them it's because they're a hideous racist uh, and just be done with it. Uh, because well, that's yeah. what they mean. They don't mean that they can't say Merry Christmas. They mean there are too many brown people around them. That's the truth of it. Um, so just call them out on their bullshit because I have no time for people like that. This is taking a dark turn. This is supposed to be a Christmas special. Um, well, to be fa- to be fair, so was Christmas Raccoons, and that didn't pan out. Yeah, but Christmas Raccoons didn't dive into racism, at least, did it? Um, so, well, yeah, if it'd gone another ten minutes, I think it might have. Maybe it might have. But but that's the answer. Be inclusive about it. Call it the Holiday Raccoons. Tell a holiday story that gives and, and then that again, gets you have, your snow. It gets you your because fucking then you've, message. you've got your other animals as well. You've got your other inhabitants of the Evergreen Forest. Yes, exactly. Because no, because then there, there are differences, and we can embrace those, and we can say, right, okay. Actually, it's not just about Christmas. It's about Hunter whatever and you celebrate. And, whatever, no. and and yeah, you know, while while we're at it, why do raccoons celebrate Christmas anyway? Surely they fucking wouldn't. Well, maybe they celebrate the fact that bins are overflowing. Maybe, but like, surely, like raccoons don't give a fuck about Jesus, do they? Does I mean, do, do, well, no. But <laughs> do, do raccoons even know who Jesus was? Like, they raccoons. What the fuck well, no, do they he know? In California and most lawns, didn't they? <laughs> Yeah, but like, what the fuck do they know, right? They might know Noah because, like, at least two of them got on the fucking ark. Yeah, because yeah. they're, the yeah. the they're still here. Yeah, because they're still here. But they don't know fuck all about Jesus. Like, Jesus hung out with donkeys. There's, nowhere in the Bible do you get a nice picture of like Jesus and his fucking clan of raccoons. Like that just wasn't a thing. So again, if the disciples were raccoons and they were off like nicking stuff, I'd I'd be on board with that. I might actually give it a read. I mean, that's that's much better than the actual Bible, isn't it? Let's be fair. So is syphilis, let's be fair. 
good point. Um, but yeah, so it's, it Although makes no sense. There's no explanation the of. <laughs> there's no explanation of why these animals even want to celebrate Christmas. Why they no, would put Christmas tree? They live in the middle of a forest. How do they even know what the fuck Christmas is? Yeah, exactly. None of it makes any sense. No, like if it was about solstice, <coughs> I I get that they might understand that, but Christmas, no, not unless not... they would like you know those fucking inner city raccoons where they're just like you know in and out of people's dustbins and they're observing humans. Yeah, yeah. but they're not. They inner find city all that funky raccoons. paper and stuff. Yeah, they're not inner city raccoons. They're fucking forest. They're raccoons. in the middle of the evergreen forest. So what the fuck? Yeah, uh, I honestly, no, no I idea. the more we talk about this show, the more faults I'm going to find with it. So yeah, I think it's I best that we just accept that it's a pile of dog shit. Yeah, and move on. Like it's, it's, the, it's the lump of coal you, you know you were threatened with as a kid. It really when you is. Didn't behave. It really is. Like, as Christmas specials go, that's what it is. It, it's a lump of coal in your stocking. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Like I'd even wa- I I would rather watch like the bad fucking Netflix Christmas specials and shit like that. Oh, and there are some fucking horrendous ones. I, right, but but at least they're Christmas themed. Yeah. Like this this is Christmas in nothing I'll, but title. I'll go you one better. I will I would actually rather watch some of the I can't remember what channel it is on Freeview, but there's a there's a Christmas movie channel that comes out every year. Oh yeah, it's full of show. Hallmark shit. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather sit and watch that for 24 hours than watch this for 24 minutes. Yeah, definitely. At least that's all Christmas-themed. At least it makes sense. At least it follows the tropes. I mean, yeah, there's that as well. Um, So, yeah, I'd I'd watch anything other than this fucking pile of shit. Um, I mean, as always, let us know what is it about the raccoons? Because this thing has endured. Like, I still see raccoons merchandise and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, there was talk of reviving it in about 2017, but it kind of died a death. Like, what are so, we? I mean, the, what are we missing? I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I really don't. But somebody must. Yeah, I f- fuck knows. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's a Canadian thing. Don't get all the fusses about. <laughs> I mean, I teed you up for that. You took your time, but I teed you. Up. I, that's, that's the lag. That's the lag on the Skype. I was fucking yeah. doing me. Maybe, Honest. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. Like maybe possibly they like Christmas raccoons and fucking I don't know mooses and mises and timbits. Like that's do they, that's do they fuck the mooses and mises? I certainly wouldn't want to fucking a timbit. I don't think like aren't mooses giant? Like I don't know how you'd even mount a moose. Well, you chop its head off and stick it on the wall. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, I walked into that. Um, <laughs> You know what I yeah, meant. No, um, I think they're, they're kind of smaller. They're kind of like cow size, aren't they? I thought they were more like horse size. No, they're smaller than horses, aren't they? I think so you're into elk and stuff like that then. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of elks. Hang because on. they're all kind of the same thing anyway, aren't they? No, aren't, aren't elks... Well, I elks... don't fucking know. Right. I'm never going to Canada anyway. So right, you know, hang on, hang on. What's Canada bigger? Have me after this. A horse... <laughs> I, this is important stuff, listeners. We're all going <laughs> yeah, to learn something tonight. Okay, we're all going to learn something. What's bigger, a horse or a moose? The average moose is taller and heavier than the average horse. Oh, the God. rear outlier horses, the tallest and biggest horses, can come close in some respects, though. A moose weighs between 600 and 1,500 pounds, and the average horse weighs between 600 and 1,200 pounds. Oh, okay. So mooses are bigger than horses. There you mooses go. Mooses are bigger than horses. Well, we learned something new. There you go. Something good came out of this fucking show. Right. You can all sleep easy tonight now. Yeah. You know I'll that mooses first. are bigger than horses. <laughs> what? How the fuck we got onto that? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. Nor do I. But I oh, think we were probably wrapping up, weren't we? Mounting mooses. Mounting so mooses. you'd you'd need a fucking stepladder or something. Um. Unless you were very tall, which you are, Hello. so maybe, maybe you could fuck a moose. Why did we? Why did we start talking about fucking mooses? I can't remember. Anyway, listeners, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't got any more to say about this. It was, I was, no. I really, really wanted it to at least be okay, and had yeah, it I wanted been it to be okay, passable. Yeah, I, I think actually, I would have heaped a bit more praise on it than it was deserving of simply because yeah. we dumped on the show so much but i just can't because it's dog shit it's fucking yeah. i i never ever want to see this abomination again I really no, don't. I'm, I'm right there with you i mean i have as i came into this wanting it to be better wanting there to be something about it that spawned three other specials and five seasons 
and I came away cold again. Mm-hmm. Although that may just be because it's like minus 55 degrees here at the moment. Yeah, it feels like Canada here at the moment. It does. Yeah. I actually read something, it feels colder here than it does feel in Canada because we're not used to it, so the wind chill is actually making it feel like actually like, Arctic. Yeah, I mean, we're pussies, let's be honest. Um, true. Yeah. Plus, you know, Canadians are always drunk, so they're warm and they don't feel it. Uh, hate to stereotype. Hope we have no Canadian listeners because we've probably offended the fuck out of you tonight. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair, it's been coming for, what, we're like six years into the show now? Yeah, we, we do. I don't think we've had any complaints from Canada yet, so. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, one for the, that's one for the new year. Canadians are too nice. They're not going to complain. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so I yeah I, I do have nothing else to say. Like, this is fucking garbage. If you think we're wrong, as always, let us know. Because yeah. I, I, I really do feel like I must be missing something. Because otherwise this show wouldn't endure. It's either that or nobody's ever bothered going back and rewatching this. They just Maybe. remember they it as it was. too nice to tell anybody it was shit. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Um, yeah, as always, let us know because we clearly have missed the point on this one. Um, but get in touch on Twitter at SMPDPod. You can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can also get our previous episodes and other shows as well. Uh, wherever you get your podcast from, subscribe, leave a message, we'll be back to you as best we can. Until next time. We're sorry we've been so down on this, listeners, for a Christmas special. We wanted to be more jolly, but, you know, them's the breaks. We'll, we'll play the ball where it lands. Um, but nevertheless, we hope you've enjoyed. Thank you for spending all of your time with us this year. And we hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, a safe and prosperous New Year, and we will see you in January. Lock up your hiding place. We got a slide, it's A side by side, it's rainbow.